How good's a Friday? Hey guys, Surly Talk Sports here and I'm back. Season 3, Episode 8. And a lot of my new listeners, they won't be used to hearing old Surly's tones blasting out their speakers. So I thought I'd give you a bit of an update of what's happening with old Surly Talk Sports moving forward. Of course, during the COVID period, not a lot of live sport for me to talk about. But now that old Auntie Cindy and Big Balls Bloomfield have well and truly kicked old COVID-19 up the arse and we have sports back on our screens, I thought I may as well spin some shit yarns for the listens. So moving forward, I'll be doing my STS on a Friday and then once a month we'll still have a sit-downs with Surly because I know you've all been loving it. Feedback has been great. Some of the guests I've had on been absolutely fizz. So I'll look to keep that going throughout the year as well and no doubt get a few bums on seats for that one. As per usual though, Surly Talk Sports, I'll review and preview the week's sporting action, throw some shit chat in there for you as well, probably put you to sleep, but bear with me there. And of course, producer Sharla, she'll be working her magic behind the scenes to produce our B, maybe actually B- minus podcast at best for your listening pleasure. Of course, NRL, God's game, she's back on our screens. And last week, we had round four, kicked off last Thursday night, and it was the Brisbane Broncos getting absolutely pumped by the men from Sydney, the reigning back-to-back champs, the Roosters. 59 points to nil. No James Tedesco got ruled out for being too hot pre-game. Maybe pulled those socks a bit too low, bit too much thigh. And the match review committee thought, mate, you are way too hot to play in this game of footy. So they were without the world's best player, but that did not stop the Roosters from absolutely running amok against the men from Brisbane. Then on your Friday night, she was a double header. The game that I think most of you were probably interested in, it was the Panthers, the men from the Rift, the wild, wild Western Sydney, hosting the Waz. And unfortunately for us, It was the Penny Panthers, 26, the Waz, 0. And no Nathan Cleary due to his TikToking ban, so I thought, shit, the Waz could be in with a chance here. But unfortunately, just wasn't our day. Few errors early doors, couple drop kicks on the last tackle, and a bit of a ricocheted led to three first-half Penrith tries that were probably lucky at best. And it really was downhill from there. Unfortunately, our Warriors boys, we really missed old Fuss and Ken Marmalade to rip our sets off, get us off on the front foot. Just no punch on attack. Blake Kakariki, really disappointing performance from him. Still our year though. And look, we're going to have these peaks and troughs. The boys are making the ultimate sacrifice away from home. So we can't be too harsh on them. And looking forward to seeing them bounce back in this week's clash. 
Then following that game, it was a real humdinger, actually, Storm Rabbitohs. And it was the men from Melbourne, Craig Bellamy's boys, coming away with the W, 22 points to eight, in a game that was a lot closer than the score suggests. A real arm wrestle. I think it was 8-6 at halftime. And then the Storm just ran away with things. Old Bellamy's boys, too strong in the end. Cam Smith, Pappenhausen and... Those blokes just absolutely running amok in that second 40 and coming away with the treats for the Melbourne boys. Then on your set, Diavo, it was your STS feature match and it was the Parramatta Eels hosting the Manly Seagulls out there in Para. Eels, too good in a heck of a game, 19 points to 16. Game of two halves, Para shot out to an early lead, looked well and truly dominant. Then the Seagulls, old Desi Hasler's men, really came back in the second stanza and had a chance to win it. And to be fair, probably should have. A forward pass, dubious call from a touchy, robbed them at the death. A great game, though. Two real powerhouse sides absolutely going at it, hammer and tongs. That is real rugby league. Then following that game, they headed up to Townsville and it was the Cowgirls hosting the men from Cronulla, the Sharks, and it finished with the Cowboys 16, the Sharks 26, a great win on the road. Always hard to go up to Townsville and come away with the double yeah. Then on Sunday, she was a couple upsets for your Sunday row segment. The Raiders were hosting the Knights and after the week before, you thought the men from Canberra would be well and truly too strong for the men from Newcastle. But it wasn't to be. Raiders 18, Knights 36. That young Knights core absolutely running riot. Bradman Beast, Caelan Ponga, King Frash himself just absolutely tearing shit up on that edge. Boy, does that young Knights core look good. Entertainment galore. Real bums on seats stuff. Then following that game, it was the Titans hosting the Tigers. One that you thought, easy W for the men from Western Sydney. But it wasn't to be. Titans pulling off the upset of the round. Their first win in over a year. Huge result, 28 points to 23. Benji Marshall's blokes going down there. No doubt, mad disappointment. For all you Tigers fans, bit of an embarrassment to be fair, but well done the Titans, heck of a performance, never give up, that is Surly Talk Sports motto. Then on your Monday night, bit of Monday footy, how good, it was a long weekend over there in Australia, so they treated their residents to a bit of Monday night footy, and it was the Dogs hosting the Dragons, a real bottom of the table clash, but a great game nonetheless, Dogs coming away with the win. 22 points to two. Dragons continue to struggle. Really can't work that out. And Kieran Foran, an instant impact for the men from Canterbury-Bankstown. They're looking forward to this week, round five. She kicked off last night, actually. It was the Seagulls hosting the Broncos. And you thought this was going to be all one-way traffic. But boy, did the Bronx come flying out of the blocks to get us underway. 18 points to four at half time they led against all odds. Second half, though, they started to right the wrongs. Things started to re- return to reality. And Manly scored 16 unanswered points to come away with the win and prove too strong. 20 points to 18. Much improved performance from the baby Bronx. 
Old pain in my ass was great again for them. Aiden Fenua Blake, huge for Manly, 200 plus metres and man of the match. No doubt Des Hasler will be relieved to come away with the win there. Would have been a bit of squeaky bums at half time. No doubt he gave the boys an absolute spray, which saw them come out firing. Then tonight, we have a bit of a Friday night, huge clash for the Waz. Nothing better than Friday night footy for our blokes. It is the Waz, of course, hosting the Cowboys at our home away from home, Central Coast Stadium, 8pm kickoff. Great chance to get a few leg swings in early, really warm up and get fired up for this one. Make some noise for the Ortex Warrior boys. Few changes for the Waz. Peter Hicku back in the centres for Hayes Perham. Lachlan Burr back in at prop. Isaiah Papali'i finally dropped. Great to see Stephen Kearney finally doing something about that. That young duo of Jermaine Tamua-Brown and Alicia Katoa continue to impress and they'll be looking to get us off on the front foot. Would love to see Chanel Harris-Tavita come in for old Kakariki, but not to be this week. Kearney sticks with old Blake Green. No Fuss or Ken back, unfortunately, still. So Adam Pompey and Herbert are still on the wings. For the Cowboys, old Jason Talmalaho comes back in. He's a huge inclusion. Old Talmalolo really does carry the team and that Cowboys pack. Cohen Hess comes into the second row as well, so another origin player returns to the mixer for them. Still no Michael Morgan, but rolling out an impressive squad with the likes of Valentine Holmes, Isain Masters, Jordan McLean, Josh Maguire, and Gavin Cooper. So lots of talent, 1-17 to for the home side. Should be a really tough game. Wales boys are going to really have to be on defensively through the middle with old Tal Malaho back but I'm expecting a big shift and the boys to bounce back after the disappointment from last week. Old Roger Tuivasa step, he'll be running a muck. You know, he's always going to give 110%. Looking forward to hopefully Nicarima and old Wade Egan Park. A few more darts running footy out of the rucks there. And I'm picking the Warriors to come away with a huge win and a really tight game, 18 Points to 16, you heard it here first. Then your second game for old Freaky Friday. Boy, have the NRL turned it on for us tonight. We have the Eels against the Panthers in a massive game, possibly the game of the round. First versus third, and there's a few key battles in this game across the park, but one that's got me absolutely licking my lips is old Moses versus Cleary going at it for origin rights, one would think. As mentioned, Cleary back in for the Panthers. The old TikTok ban is worn off, and he will be back doing the woe, no doubt. Also, Matt Burden, look out for him in the 14 jersey. He was impressive, one to watch for the future, and one I would love to see the Waz chase after. Chuck a massive contract at him, one he can't turn down and fix our halves problems. I've also got huge reps on the old Panthers centre, Stephen Crichton, but he will have a real handful today going up against that Parramatta side, which is absolutely stacked on paper and flying high, hopefully not literally, after four wins on the trot. They'll take some beating, especially at home. They love playing there. I've got Parramatta in a tight game. Dylan Brown, old Dillbags, man of the match, 1-12 to should be the margin in that one. Then on Saturday night, we've got a bit of a triple header. 
Nothing better than three games of God's game back to back to back. Kicks off at 5pm. We've got the Rabbitohs versus the Titans. Cody Walker back for the Rabbits. And no doubt these new rules will absolutely suit him down to a T. For the Titans, they're also on a high. Plenty of highs going around, but it is a weekend. But I think the Rabbitohs are just going to be too good for them. think it could be a tight one, though. Titans full of spirits, so no doubt they'll leave it all out on the park. Real rugby league cliche there for you. Rabbitohs, 1-12, tight game, but old Bennett's boys just too strong. Then at 7.30, Saturday night, real bums on seats clash, eyeballs on screens, park up on your couch, remote in hand, Darren Froffier in the other one, and rip into this game. Going to be an absolute rip snorter. Knights versus Storm, and a few changes for the Storm. Unfortunately, they lost Jerome Hughes in the seven jersey, so he moves out. They've named Riley Jacks in that seven jersey, but personally, I think, and there's been rumours of it, Old Bellamy will wheel some late game magic there right before kickoff. Chuck old Cam Smith in at seven and Hectic Cheese in at nine. Brandon Smith would be great to see those two absolutely running amok. For the Knights, they're young stars. Huge test for them this game. The likes of old Bradman Beast, Kalen Ponga and Sexy Texie, old Tex Hoy. So let's see. It'll be a great chance to see what these Knights boys are made up of. For me, going to be a real big clash in the middle. If the likes of David Clemmer and the Saifidi brothers can get parity against that big Melbourne Storm pack, then it's all on for young and old. I'm tipping an upset here. Well, it's an upset on paper, but not on the table. I'm going to go the Knights 1-12, to another close game. Then following that, your final game for Super Saturday, 9.35. It is the Tigers hosting the Raiders, and quite a few changes for the Tigers. Controversial one as well. Benji Marshall dropped after being ranked second in line for the Delhi him this year. So it's not like he's been in shit form, but old Maguire has wielded the axe anyway. And also, more controversy, Benji Marshall, unable to train this week after he kissed a reporter on the cheek at training, So she had to go off and get tested for COVID-19. Strange times, to say the least. Josh Reynolds comes in. He will be absolutely fizzing at the bung for his chance at first grade footy. Too good to be left out of the 17. And someone, again, that I would love to see the Waz go and chase. I think getting out of Sydney would be great for Josh Reynolds. The Raiders looking to bounce back hard. And no doubt Ricky Stewart will have his team well and truly firing. The likes of Jack Wyden, Williams, Hodgson, Papali, those guys will not lose twice. I'm going Raiders in this one, and I think it might actually be a bit of a blowout. I'm tipping them 13-plus in Canberra to again show that they are well and truly title contenders this year. Then for your Sunday roast, we have the Dogs hosting the Roosters. 6 p.m. kickoff there in Sydney. Dogs off the back of a good win. Kieran Foran making a huge difference for that side. But for the Roosters, they get old Tedesco back and they roll out an unreal team, 1-17. to Boy, do they look good to pull off a three-peat. That would be an amazing achievement from them. Luke Carey playing outstanding footy. Young Kyle Flanagan slotting into that seven jersey. Looks like he's been there 
for many, many years. Nothing rattles that kid. I'm tipping the Roosters 13-plus in this one. Teddy, anytime try scorer at the tab, easy money, chuck the house on it. And then your final game of the NRL round five, 8.30pm kickoff. It's a local derby, and for that reason alone, it's worth the price of admission. It's the Dragons versus the Sharks. Dragons, backs against the wall. They don't want to sack the coach because they don't want to have to pay him out the remaining two years of his contract. So they're sticking with him. But by all means, those sheds, there must be a, a few unsettled blokes. No doubt they are not happy with him at the moment. But a strong team on paper, they're just not clicking at the moment. But you get the feeling that with their backs against the wall, a bit of adversity, anything could happen and they could pull out the game of their lives. For the Sharks, Chad Townsend is back, and so is Andrew Fafida. Matty Moylan moves back in the one jersey as well. Johnson and Chad repartnered, so I think they're going to be too strong. Sharks returning to almost full strength, and I think they will come away with the meat pie. I'm expecting it to be a bit of an arm wrestle, though. The Sharks love an arm wrestle, so I'm tipping them 1-12. to Then in big news, of course... And boy, am I fizz for this. Super Rugby Aotearoa kicks off this week. Round one, she's back. Rugby's back. The crowds are back. Huge fizz and great for New Zealand sport and New Zealand rugby. And of course, she kicks off on Saturday night, 7.35 at Forsyth Bar. First game of pro footy back in the world post-COVID. And what's better then a full zoo to welcome the great, the great game back to our screens. And of course, it'll be the Landers hosting the men from the Waikato, the Chiefs, in a huge, huge clash. Landers were pretty shit, to be fair, pre-COVID, so they'll be looking to start this new competition off with a hiss and a roar. For the Chiefs, they were going great guns, so they'll be looking to carry that over. For the Landers, their marquee signing old Nehi Milner Scudder, unfortunately not named. His shoulder is not ready to return to action yet. But Josh Ioane is back in the 10 jersey, which I rate highly. Mitch Hunt takes his position at the back. No doubt Aaron Smith will be absolutely barking orders. Boy, have I missed his screaming voice blasting through my TV speakers. A tough pack full of grafters. Just wonder if the Landers men have enough to get it done against the quality Chiefs side. And of course, for the Chiefs, no Captain Sam Kane, but still an impressive pack with the likes of Nipo Lalala, Kane Jacobson, Lachlan Boshier, and Peter Gus Suikola. So still plenty of punch in that Chiefs pack. They've also got the likes of Aaron Cruden off the bench. Not a bad name to have there. Caleb Trask gets the start in the 10 jersey. And then you've got the likes of Weber, Leonard Brown, Quintu Pyre, and a back three full of razzle in Sean Wainui, Sean Shooter-Stevenson, personal favourite of the show, of course. And then old D McKenzie, razzle-dazzle galore in the 15 jersey. I'm tipping the Chiefs to be too good. Landers might start with a hiss and a roar, but I think they'll fade in the second half. Cruden will come on and steer the ship home in the back end. I think Chiefs 13-plus could blow out at the end. Sean Shooter-Stevenson, anytime try scorer, paying $2.30, absolutely load up on that one. Loves a meat pie and a try celebration, that bloke. Looking forward to see it. Your mate Surly has gone all in on that. And then on Sunday, 
And it's the game I'm looking forward to. And no doubt many Aucklanders and rugby fans around New Zealand are looking forward to as well. At the Fortress, Eden Park, 3.35pm kickoff. What more could you want? Arvo footy for your Sunday. The Blues against the Swirls, the Hurricanes. And what will be an absolutely huge clash. And boy, am I fizz for this one. I'll actually be attending. Heck of a crew as well. There's about 10 of us going in there. GA, real motley bunch. Things could really get out of hand. So looking forward to that. Few calf pumps in Kingsland before the game to warm up early doors. And looking to get into Eden Park. Absolutely firing on all cylinders. For the Blues, old Bowden Barrett on debut. Huge. Can't wait to see him run out in that blue jersey. Talks he'll be at 15 though. Old Oteri Black in the 10 jersey. And of course, old Stephen Please Add Feta got injured. He's been ruled out. So they need to put someone at 15. And there's rumours it'll be Bodie while he still gets used to the Blues systems. No Dan Carter for the Blues. He's still a few weeks away, they reckon. But a great marketing ploy, even if he doesn't take to the field. And great mentoring role for those young Blues backs. So absolutely fizzed to see that signing of DC, how good, and up the mighty Blues. For the Swirls, the old Hurricanes, no JB. And I'm talking about Geordie Barrett, not Justin Bieber. But fuck, who doesn't love a bit of Bieber? Would love to see him out there, actually. Heck of a bloke. Actually got a really good Bieber yarn for you. Well, I think it's good. Bear with me for this one. But old Kimbo, it was their 21st. We were still new. Still a new couple, and I was still looking to impress her, you know, try win her heart. And it was actually a tough day. We'd lost the bowl final that day, the day of her 21st. We lost it to Mahu, 23 points to 13. Probably one of the darkest days in coat history. Finished last, not a good result. And I actually got knocked out that day. So I uh, turned up to Kim's 21st, rocking an eye patch. So I really did have to dig into deep into the bag of tricks to try win her heart. I'd never done it before, but I decided to perform one less lonely girl to old Kimbo. Really idiot play there. Not much of a singer myself. And it was actually also the first time meeting Kim's parents. So Phil and Sally probably just sitting there thinking, this bloke is an absolute tosser. What is Kimbo up to? But anyway... Went down an absolute treat, and here we are, eight years later, still hanging in there. So shout-outs to Justin Bieber. But anyway, fuck me dead, I got distracted there. Back to the footy, Geordie Barrett, JB, not playing. So unfortunately, he won't get a crack to go up against his brother. But still, the Canes, with plenty of impressive names. Rumours old Artie Severe will be back. Caneside hasn't been named while I'm ripping out this potty but I have it on good soil that he will be back. Old Dane Coles, Perinara, Laumape, Vince Asso, Ben Lamb, Karifi, impressive squad. So it should be a real tight game. Huge crowd. They're talking about 35,000 tickets pre-sold and expecting 40,000 plus. The atmosphere will absolutely be humming. So even if you're not a rugby fan, get out there and get involved. Should be an absolute ripper. Get their early doors, I reckon. Soak it all in. Almost an All Blacks test match-like crowd. And our team, the Auckland Blues, I'm predicting they will not lose. In a tight game, 1-12, to the men will get home at their home ground, the mighty fortress. How good. Rugby Union is back.
Your magic multi this week, if you're not aware, this is a segment I do every week. Give you a bit of a multi to place on the week's sporting action. Never won one. So I think I should go fuck myself. But I'll tell you my magic multi anyway. And I think this is a genuine chance. Who knows? I think that every week. But I've gone the Blues in a tight one. 1-12, to 12, of course. Paired that up with old Sean Shooter Stevenson. First try, paying $10. Real value there. Then I've gone the Knights. 1 to 12 to finish her off. $10 on that pays a handsome $867.90. That'll get you a few shooey shooey moi moys at Danny Doolin's while you rip into that live band. Boy, have we missed it. Q&A, of course, it's your first episode back, so there's not any questions that have flooded into my inbox, but I'd love to hear from you, and so would producer Sharla. So if you've got anything to ask about sport, or life in general, you know, I like to think I'm a bit of a fucking guru. Definitely not, but like to think I am. So who's going to stop me? Send them through. Surlytalksports at gmail.com or slide into my DMs. Love to hear from you. Really does make my week. So feel free. If not, up yours. Right, that's all we have time for this week. Great to be back blasting some shit chat through your ears. Hope you enjoyed it. You probably didn't, but I'll keep banging them out anyway. Enjoy your weekend of sport. How good. A couple live sports to rip back into your rugby, your rugby league. The sporting world is coming back to life. Go well. If you're on the Darren Froffiers this weekend, have a good one. And if you're participating in local sport, a few preseason games of footy going on. So if you are lacing the boots up, go well. A few gooseys, if in doubt, goosey it out. And I'll see you at Doolin's following the Blues game on Super Sunday. That was Silly Talk Sports, back in the mixer. How good.